Welcome back to the Casual Heresy Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Michael. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. So to start off, you know, as if this is a new day, because it's been so long since we posted a podcast, what are we going to do here, Michael? We're going to eat some breakfast. We're going to pop open some gallon gallons of milk and some some malto meal bags of cereal we just got over at the walmart even though we're not they're not our sponsor or anything but if they wanted to they could be or we could just talk trash about them all day we should talk trash about kellogg's not malto meal (laughs) (laughs) well to start things off i'm gonna lead us in a little quick prayer here in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty, through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. What kind of cereal did you get, Spencer? Um, some peanut butter cups. What about you, Michael? I got, oh, let's see what they're called. Cocaroos. Oh. Go go. So yeah, despite the fact that it's that it's eight PM We are eating cereal. Because we're college students. And cereal is one of the three main food groups. Along with cereal, we got Ramen noodles and beer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a food group, but I mean, I you can guess. live off of it. I think weren't there monks that did that in the Middle Ages? Just lived off so. of beer. They fasted. Just yeah. Just beer. <laughs> That's a way to do it, right? Well, let's crack this open and get started. All right. What you hear right now is me popping open my bag or ripping it open. Sounds like a Christmas present. Just kidding. Birthday, obviously. Wink, wink. Is this ASMR or what? I almost left just little brown blobs all over the floor of your room accidentally. Oof. <laughs> well, I initially started pouring with it, it like uh, about about like about like six inches, maybe a foot above my bowl, so it could just bing, 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 bing. I just put the bowl next to my microphone, so. I hope that was nice and enjoyable for all of you. (laughs) Welcome to the Casual Heresy Podcast ASMR session. (laughs) I'm going to take the inaugural bite. Cheers.
This is pleasant. Extremely. Kids, if you're wondering if you, you should go to college, this right here, this is why. So you can sit in the dining room of an old Victorian mansion that's been converted to student housing at 8 p.m. and eat Cocoa Puffs. And peanut butter cups. Look, Michael, you pooped on my floor. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, wow, I actually did. I didn't, okay, for the listeners, I didn't actually poop on the floor. I left Cocoa Puffs on the floor. But so, they're actually mine. Because he just ate them. Was but he, they were from Oh, they're, so you pooped on your own floor. You know, some people do weird things when, you know. It's my truth. That's your truth. Because the world we live in is so obsessed with relativism that truth doesn't exist anymore. What is that Pontius Pilate quote? What is truth? Mm-hmm. And uh, I isn't want that you, what he said to Jesus? Yeah. So and next time you want to justify some liberal ideology by saying, what is truth? I want you to think about the fact that you're quoting the Roman governor who was responsible for the crucifixion. But I mean, what does it matter if Billy wants to believe he's a goat? That's his truth, right? Yeah, it just leaves his dignity being really low. I don't get how people can be okay with that. Doesn't matter. If truth doesn't exist to people, then human dignity can't exist either because it's <laughs> all subjective. And besides, goats don't have dignity. They don't have free will. To be fair, if you were going to identify as an animal, a goat wouldn't be that bad. You get to eat anything, anywhere, and it's acceptable. We're living in different worlds from other people, even just across our state. You know? Our unidentified location of our state that we live in. Well, they know we live in Wisconsin. Mm Because we talk about Green Bay and Milwaukee all the time. What are are those? Where's that? Where's that? We're talking about... We're talking about... Milwaukee, Nevada. And Green Bay in the Southwest Plains. There's this bay. And it's green. It's so polluted, man. Very green. Like, I swam there once, and I came out with three extra toes. He still has four of them. (laughs) But honestly, if you've been with us this long... You are probably qualified to comment or send us email, email us topics or questions that you have that we can answer. We have an official email now. I'm going to read it off for you guys so that you can send us your questions. 
Send us your comments. Send us your breakfast routine. I don't know. That's what we're doing right now. While I look this up, Spencer, do you want to talk about Afghanistan? Because I kind of do. I'm down. All right. I'm down too. You know, my spoon's down in my my peanut butter cups right now. So yeah. my mind is sort of, you know, down with the sickness. Down in the Middle East. I mean, <laughs> not COVID-related, guys. So our email for questions, comments, and concerns is casually.heretical at gmail.com. That's C-A-S-U-A-L-L-Y period H-E-R-E-T-I-C-A-L at gmail.com. Be there or be not heretical. Which sounds more like a something you should avoid. So... So you better be there. <laughs> so Afghanistan is a hot mess for us, for everyone, except the Taliban, except the Taliban and maybe China and maybe Russia. Have you seen that video of the Taliban discovering the home gym in the presidential palace in Kabul and they're trying to use like the the weightlifting machines except they don't know how any of them works like the, the taliban hmm. and like so they're you know they're dressed in their head scarves and everything and like the one guy is like upside down on the chest machine because he doesn't know how it works and he's trying to like use his feet to move the things and man these guys these islamic terrorists are having the time of their lives yeah i mean 85 billion dollars worth of you know US weaponry equipment machinery uniforms apache helicopters you name it they got it made right now i just want to make something clear if you're tempted to think that we should just be okay with this because islam is a peace loving religion and you know maybe the taliban will simmer down eventually I want you to think about that fundamentalist Muslims blow up buildings, murder gay people, stone people to death, throw people off buildings, take over governments, persecute Christians, persecute Christians, crucify Christians, while fundamentalist Christians who Christianity, for those of you that are dead, Christianity is a peace-loving religion, and we haven't always been good at that. I will acknowledge that, but it is a peace-loving religion. But a fundamentalist Christian, they sit at home and they read the Bible all day. I know fundamentalist Christians, they don't even celebrate Christmas. Because it's not in the Bible that you celebrate Christmas. And I'm like... And it's not in the Bible that we're alive either, but... Right. So that I, I personally, I mean, obviously, Catholics, we're, that's that's an extreme that I won't go to. But... Just think about that difference, right? That is how fundamentally different Islam is from Christianity. They're not even close. So misunderstood. Yes, there are some 
friendly, kind, loving people in that religion. But they don't fully understand the extent of what that religion can hold. Think about it this way. In Catholicism, a suicide bombing guarantees you hell. If you are going to blow up yourself and try and take out as many people with you, that's like guaranteed hell, basically. I mean, it's between you and God, but I mean, your intent is pretty clear. In some branches of Islam, I think particularly the Shiite Islam, that guarantees you heaven. Like, one of those two things has to be right, and one of them has to be wrong. They can't both be right, or we're fundamentalists, which, surprise, surprise, that's why people believe this stuff, because they don't believe truth exists. They don't believe that one of these two arguments is right, you know? Afghanistan's always been a hot mess. Like, we... We're not slobs, I promise. Oh, well. Speak for yourself, I'm a slob. But Hurt, slob. Just <laughs> kidding. Child of God. Child of God. So, is, um, Islam. Afghanistan has always been a disaster. For like the past 200 years, right? For America, it's been a disaster for the last... 20? Yeah. 20, 25 years? See, I remember growing up, Afghanistan was in the news every night. Right? We had... We would see news of a recent battle. We would see the map on the nightly news. Do you really think it's Joe Biden's fault? 100% Joe Biden's fault. How things left ended in Afghanistan. Well, on paper, it's his responsibility, but does Joe Biden really know what he's doing at all? In all honesty, in all respects, or is this just not even the Democratic agenda, but the left, the very far left's agenda? Well, the Democratic Party has lost their fight against the far left. I mean, that's what they are at this point. Yeah. Like, they may have said Joe Biden was a centrist centrist candidate, but I don't believe that for a second. No, Joe Biden he's is never been. a puppet. He's not a moderate. He's not a liberal. He's a puppet. And he's... I... Okay. Personally, I think it is Joe Biden's fault because he went and advertised, like, on the international scale that we were leaving and when we were leaving and published the timeline... And like, which was, hold up, which was over eight months after Trump wanted to get out of there. Yeah. Three months. Did and I like, say eight? You said eight. Oh, I meant three. And you, you look at maps of the war and the Taliban started making gains when he announced that. 
Like, they started taking over the country again. Like, people don't realize there was a very in-depth plan already in place, but the left had a better idea, I guess. And on live television, Joe Biden admitted the that the blood of our soldiers, those 13, were on his hands. And then, well, good. Cause it and is. then about 10 seconds later, he goes on to try to blame it on Trump. Well, yeah, I was going to say that's what people will say that it's Trump's fault because Trump was the one who wanted to leave Afghanistan in the first place. And I'm like, okay, I think you'll find that like probably everyone wanted the U.S. to leave Afghanistan. Like, like within the year that Bush put us there. Like it's it wasn't like a. The Republicans wanted us to stay there. It's like the Republicans didn't want us to leave the 500,000 people that were helping us, you know? Mm -hmm. And for all their talk about being the chair, the, what is it? The party of love and the party of acceptance. The party of helping. They are not the party of humanity. Remember, they always say, oh, we're here to help. Remember what Ronald Reagan said about that? No, I don't. He said something along the lines of the nine most scary or dangerous words in the English language is I am from the government and I'm here to help. Oh, yes, I have heard that. It's all this party has been saying for the last two years through campaigns and just now being get this vaccine, abort your children. It is a woman's right. Let's leave Afghanistan. Those people don't deserve freedom. We they helped us while we were there in the first place, but let's leave them to their terrorist overlords. We care about protecting everybody from the vaccine and protecting our borders, but let's let hundreds of thousands of people with probably this virus thing or being sick all around in our country, and then let's ship them all around in our country and because that's what we want that's good we have plenty of space for them but there's too many people in the world but we have plenty of space for them the logic is just so illogical right like either you're going to be worried about covid or you're not and either you're going to be worried about immigration or you're not but you can't be worried about both because you're either going to be worried about every mean tweet of anybody or you're not like, you can't just be true. worried about the former president and not be worried about terrorists that are openly terrorists on Twitter. Yeah, they can stay on Twitter. And, like, I'm pretty sure Islamic State had a Twitter account. Like, I might be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure they did. I know there was an Islamic person that was high up in one of those terrorist groups that openly celebrates terrorist attack days on Twitter and he's still on Twitter. Oh my gosh. But yeah, let's let's take Trump off for inciting violence, which he didn't actually do, by the way, because you can't incite a riot in 5 minutes. Not with a million people. Like you need <laughs> that that takes some coordination. Have you ever tried to get a million people to do all do the same thing? Like go to a Metallica concert, right? Like 
Trump is not that good of a public speaker. Like, in fact, Trump is kind of known as being kind of a bad public speaker. If you honestly think that these people at his rally were like, oh my goodness, I'm so moved by his words, I'm going to go ransack the Capitol. No. Like, that... That's not that's not how human psychology works. Like you don't I don't know. The capital was a setup. Totally. You don't think the capital is like secure? Like Well, there's videos of those guards letting just those standing in. there. Yeah. Like like the capital was a setup to get the eyes where the Democratic Party wanted the eyes to be. And they they tried were trying to impeach to, him with like five days left. They were trying to impeach work. Trump. They, they did impeach Trump. They were attempting to get him impeached for three and a half years. Remember that video I showed you? Yeah. Of just this is the breaking point. This is the breaking point. This is the tipping. This point. is a bombshell. The, bomb, the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. The beginning of the beginning end. Beginning end for President Trump. And guess what? It never was. They were saying that since late 2016. Now Joe Biden's approval rating is lower than Donald Trump's was. Lower than anybody's was. Ever. Ever. Really? Lower than Bush Jr.? I thought he had the lowest approval rating ever. Or maybe he's just done rate for it, maybe? I don't know. Well, he might have the highest disapproval rating. Maybe that's it. It's pushing over 50% right now. I just want to genuinely know what is what attracts you about that person, Joe Biden and his policies. I just love the way he forgets where he is and wanders around aimlessly. That that when I saw that that made me want to trust him with the nuclear codes. And then when he looked at his watch, at an inappropriate time, memorializing the 13 soldiers who died in Afghanistan. Just wanted to leave. Just looking at his watch. That's, How stunning and beautiful. That's when I knew this is a real commander-in-chief. This man knows what he's doing. He knows his priorities, and they are very right. It's like, how blatantly... How blind can people be? I want to say how blind can people be, but the media blinds things so well and, like, covers things so... in such a way, it's absolutely bonkers what media we can take in compared to other people that are, like, down the street. Yeah, it's totally, like, we see completely different stuff. Like, they're... The mainstream media, I don't know how people could trust that anymore at all. Because they're liberals. Like, do we not see what's going on around the world? Canada, Australia. insane right now, man. Australia and Canada are the worst off right now. Out of countries and where they've been within the last five years. 
Other than Afghanistan, I guess. Other than but, okay, Canada's a little bit a little bit better than Afghanistan, and I think Canada's a little bit better than Austria, maybe. Uh, I mean, the Canadian people like burned down Catholic churches, and the Prime Minister of Canada was like, he literally just got up on a podium and was like, "It's probably not the best course of action." That's all he said. And he also, I think, he took away the last uh, main Republican news yeah, agency. The only non-government owned news, news agency. agency. Yeah. I don't know anything about Australia. What's going on in Australia? Tyranny. Tyrannical government. Taking over. I don't know anything specific. I've seen some horrifying videos, though. Like what? You know, a lady being chased down in the mall because she wasn't vaccinated. She's getting beat by those, like, sticks. I don't know what they call them. Batons. Oh, I guess those are batons, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beat up. Like, it's a whole, like, SWAT team, it looked like. Just chasing her down as if she's, like, a mass murderer who just stole a few bodies and some goods. And she just wasn't vaccinated? Yeah. And I heard that they have, you know, this every 15 minutes, supposedly. They're checking. You need to check your phone and say where you are. And if you're not where they want you to be, they'll find you and they'll kill you or take you to prison. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's just take you, take, you to take you in. But You know what that reminds me of? Yeah, we've discussed this before. I know what this reminds you of. Our university. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 1984. Well, yeah, it does remind me of 1984. But, I, I mean, especially with... We the, weren't around back then, but we know. You checking know. the... Oh, yeah. Checking your <laughs> phone book. every 15 minutes for reporting where you are like i mean i'm sure our government just checks and doesn't even ask because most of us have locations on on our phone Hmm. but like and also like if you have locations off on your phone if you honestly think for one cotton picking second that samsung and apple aren't selling that data to the government even if you haven't given them permission you're wrong I mean, we're talking about, like, close to trillion-dollar companies. Yeah. That money isn't just coming from people buying iPhones. Like, I don't believe that for a second. Like. I agree. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, Ford and GM would both be trillion-dollar companies as well. Because more people buy cars than buy iPhones. Hmm. And cars are worth way more. Yeah, I just, I don't like how it's, phones are so, they seem to be such a necessity now, smartphones. Even though they, they aren't, we know they aren't necessary, but we feel the tendency to make them necessary because of how much inconvenience we would have now compared to 30 years ago, we wouldn't know how inconvenient it was. Because we had the necessary things, maps, like, and news, and there wasn't social media. We just, you know, you dated you dated the girl next door, 
you know. You wrote letters to people. You yeah. read the newspaper. You biked to people. Yep. I mean, now we can't even. I can't. We can't even access our university accounts without having our smartphones on us at all times. Yep. We have to type in an access code that we get a text from. Or just, I always use the send me a push. Oh. And it's just a button. And hmm. <laughs> I do the access thing. <laughs> Dude, you should do the push. It's so much easier. Maybe. Yeah. Just hit the little check mark. Oh, I got one more semester. Oh, well. It's like, how much inconvenience? Nobody. I was going to say, how much inconvenience can we take? But nobody is willing to have inconvenience to change life for the better. Very few people. We're too comfortable. We're too comfortable in trusting our government. We're too comfortable in, like, the news that we take in. We're we're too easily trusting people and trusting agencies around us and big tech corporate companies around us. Wouldn't it be nice to be free of all of that? Yeah. Just not have to deal with any big tech. Be beautiful. And here we sit recording a podcast. <laughs> right. Gotta like, let the people know. That's, I mean, literally what we're doing is just big tech. You know, we're recording this to post it on your network. You big tech uh, companies that are listening here. Yeah. Very political yeah, episode. Yeah. You gotta end with some. Well, okay. Well, we can talk about politics. That's fine. Yeah, we can talk about anything. But the main thing that we want you guys to get out of this, we haven't really discussed this that much. We discussed this man, but Joe Biden is not Catholic, <laughs> and Nancy Pelosi. Is, is like not Catholic. I hope for both their sakes that they're not actually Catholic. Yeah, if they're receiving the Eucharist if they're, if in they're, vain. The, the, mm-hmm, that makes it so much worse. That makes everything they're doing so much worse if they actually still believe in the teachings of the church. like Because they don't believe in all of the teachings of the church, clearly. Some of the main ones. Right. They like they listen to the part where yes we should welcome like refugees and immigrants and they're like that's what I'm going to believe and they don't listen to literally anything else. Oh, well, I'll go to mass every week, right? If they, if they do that, you know, people are yeah. like, oh, Joe Biden's so religious. He's the first president we've had since Jimmy Carter, who's gone to church every week. And I'm like, like JFK was probably more Catholic. Oh, uh, JFK had like I know, I know he yeah, had a b- bunch yeah, of problems. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, Joe it, Biden it, is possibly one of the worst examples of a Catholic that I can think of off the top of my head. Like, if you support abortion, euthanasia, any of that, if any of our listeners are not Catholic, or even if you are and you, and you just you don't you don't understand this, like. For you to call yourself Catholic and then say, yeah, but the Catholic Church is wrong. That's like, 
two completely incompatible statements. Like, to be Catholic is to be in union with the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. And, like, there's a level where, yes, okay, Joe Biden has been confirmed as a Catholic. There's an indelible mark on his soul. And I genuinely pray, may God have mercy on his soul. Mm-hmm. Because for you to say with one corner of your mouth that you're Catholic and you're a member of the Roman Catholic Church, and then with the other corner of your mouth say that half the teachings of that church are wrong... You are now a Protestant. That's like those stories about um, like the early Christian martyrs. And some of them had friends who did bow down to the idols. But they said, oh, I didn't do it in my heart. Like bowing down to the yeah, pagans? Yeah, they bowed down to the pagan idols. But they're like, you know, I didn't. I knew in my heart that Christ is still God. I just did it to save my life. And then and the saints were like, no, then you're, you're, you're betraying mm-hmm. God. It, that's what our politicians are doing now it's literally it's right in the bible it's those who wish to save their life will, will lose it and those who wish to lose their life will preserve it yeah it's it's pretty clear in scripture <laughs> so don't be like Joe instead pray for Joe Pray for our politicians. Pray for our Pope and clergy. Pray for each other. Pray for family. It's a lot easier said than done. But try to have... Sit down and have at least 20 minutes of silent prayer each day. And taking all of God's creation... All of God's great deeds that he's done for you. Absorb it into your heart and soul. And go from there each day. I would say count your blessings, but live in the moment. Because then if you try to count your blessings, you'll end up not living in the moment. You'll be living in the past because of how many blessings you're counting. Because there's... Beyond an abundance of blessings that Christ gives us each and every day. We just have to be willing to take them. It's okay, Michael. Don't cry. And send us emails. Please. Spencer, you're going to close us in a prayer? Yes. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice, your death on the cross, your resurrection, the hope that you give us. And the mercy that you give us. We ask that you have mercy on all the souls that are straying away from you, especially in governments across the world.
and lay people and clergy. Lord, we ask that you open their hearts for a chance to make a better decision, to change for the good. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this evening and this discussion and this podcast. Pray for our listeners and their families that they are safe and well and healthy and that they may seek you each and every day and have their hearts open and their minds open to take in your graces and your blessings. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you all have a very blessed and fruitful week, month, day, year. Life. We'll be back. You can't escape us. We're unstoppable. This is Michael. This is Spencer. Life cheers. Peace. God bless.